Un is the era when the world's black and brown communities desire equality. They now yearn to be ruled by their more stable white male counterparts, opposed to being governed by their own race. To the extent they almost without exception commit illegal acts just to arrive on UK shores. Sadly they continue the same when in Britain. Thus it seem they are indoctrinated by the corrupted regime they so disliked and deserted. So let's investigate the draw of white male supremacy rule. And if and how it can be maintained and the long-term effect of not stemming the desires of global black and brown communities, BBCs. Firstly let's establish some rules as trust pilot are yet to star grade cultures and races. So the composer has improvised with generic simplicity to help define how the global black and brown communities see the UK. Simplistically they are deserting their warm, one-star homeland, where Brits love to holiday, to travel 3,000 miles north, to invade the UK, as they see a five-star land, which by comparison, is wet and cold. And for that reason, we have to assume, the UK is a superior state, managed by superior people, evidently white males. They are not coming for the weather. History offers no example, where black and brown communities, cross continents, to invade other black and brown communities, without violence, or any state managed, by other than white males. No Equality Act, will alter that fact. Let's now investigate the superior state. Superman, superwoman, supercar, supernova, superintendent, all define the singular, I've not been able to find a word in English, to describe multiples of the supers. And it's the same with supremo, an example of such need would be, how to state that German cars are better than an English car. Better just doesn't do it, as what does better really mean. And would you call on better man, or better woman in a crisis, nope that just doesn't cut it. Nor would one say BMWs are supercars, but what they are, is supreme, to those built in the UK. Naturally that doesn't mean we all have to own a BMW, and whilst a Nissan Leaf, may equally get one into town, maybe with more ease and cheaper, it cannot be considered supreme to a BMW M3. Nor does it mean, all that is German is supreme, that said, much of their offering likely is. The point here, supreme is generally a measure of attainment, that is reached, or exceeded, on effort being made. And a supreme society is the same, one that has attained a high level, after a combined effort has been made by many. Again, better doesn't cut it, as the first question would be, better in what way? Whereas nobody questions why is superwoman, so, as the sup in superwoman, is the dictator. The measure of a supreme society, is one which there is a greater desire to reside in, than to leave, or it may be just that, it's seen as supreme, by those with a desire to reside there. Again the description of popular, being similar, really doesn't cut it. I again emphasize, nobody should feel a need, to live in a supreme society, any more than eat in a popular restaurant, which may be, supreme, or just better value for money, which is not likely the case, with a supreme society. However the BBC's draw, to the UK, started, on the 21st of June, 1948, when the ship, the UK HMT Empire, Windrush, arrived in the port of Tilbury, with a said number of 492 Caribbean migrants, the majority being black males, desperate for their UK white counterparts, to provide them with food, housing, medical treatment, training, employment and better life prospects. Being in despite of Jamaicans, 
then and now, promoting that their UK white counterparts, that they then and now continue to flock to, are said to have pillaged their Jamaican homeland, and their forebearers' wealth, during the previous 425 years. Regardless of that promoted, 75 years on, despite white UK males, forever being reminded, of the wrongdoing, to black and brown communities, referred to here as the BBCs. Tens of thousands, of those same black and brown communities, are invading European shores, each year, solely to be, well on what has said to have gone before, exploitation by European white males, that the incumbent UK black and brown communities, referred to here as the, I, BBCs, which have now settled in the UK, but regardless they may say, they do abhor. Well either win, win, solution for all. So not to dilute, a white male supremacist community, referred to here as the, WMSC, that has evidently attracted the black and brown communities. Let me just reaffirm, the WMSC, that is evidently a draw to the black and brown community, is also evidently a white supremacist society, also known as the UK. It goes without, if not supreme, the black and brown communities wouldn't, risk life and limb to reside in the UK. And this point is pivotal, as when the WMSC, passed control of a community, to the black and brown community, in a short time the black and brown community, will opt to follow the white male supremacist, back to their homeland, which in this context is the UK. I'll leave the reader to decide, the reason for that, but it is promoted, it's not for the UK's weather. Well I've composed a solution, so the UK's WMS community, will sustain its pull factor. The UK should adopt a one-in, one-out rule, thus on the arrival of each individual, from a black and brown community, an individual from the UK's incumbent black and brown community, will be deported, from the UK. The consequences of, not doing so, will result in, the land of the WMS, being the UK, which has continuously attracted the black and brown communities, for hundreds of years, and nurtured the black and brown community, who's flocked here, would otherwise become like, the deserted motherland, of a black and brown community, which they desert in droves, for no other reason than to reside under white male supremacist rule. I'll touch on integration later in this detail, but any other suggestions, are welcome, other than sinking their boats, as such has already been ruled out, as a WMS dive boat, may be scuttled in error. A solution, must take account, of the 10,000 black and brown community males, that arrived on the Italian island of Lampedusa, in the weekend, of the 17th and the 18th of September, 2023. For the record, the island of Lampedusa, has a native population of 6,000, and the island's main income comes from tourism. This account, is irrefutable proof, that the mobile black and brown community, are not inhibited when, they are destroying another's culture and livelihood. Their sole focus is to progress their own. And it is further noted, the black and brown community consider another's loss, is a small price to pay, if they gain immediate, or timely gratification. And the black and brown community will do the same, in every country, they pass through, and will again do the same, where they finally reside. So, who's to blame, for the black and brown community's failure, over the past 10,000 years, to develop their own safe, comfortable and civilized society, in what they may describe, as a hostile homeland. It's promoted the view, it can only be their fault, as the WMSC, have achieved many such Edens, in multiple locations, across the planet, so evidently such is more than possible, if one has the desire, the will, 
and the commitment to do so. Let's not lose sight of reality and fact, the white male supremacist, well for balance let's say white Europeans, didn't occupy the Americas, and Australia, until well into the 1500s. Since the same, have gone on to develop wonders that nobody could have foretold, and no non-Europeans have matched. And in Europe, their main natural resource was coal, being in contrast to the more precious, and valuable minerals, available outside of Europe, so the BBCs have no excuse for the dismal failure of settlement, as they have had gold underfoot. The composer would go as far as to say, it is more likely that the WMS community will have likely resided on Mars before the black and brown communities have developed a community that they prefer to reside in, in preference to invading the land of the white male supremacist. So let's take a look at the attraction of the community managed by the white male. Firstly, an interlude and a dispeller of what others generally promote when linking a color of a race with a measure of a race's attainment. White supremacy is a belief that white people are superior to those of other races and thus should dominate them. The belief favors the maintenance and the defense of any power and privilege held by white people. White supremacy has roots in the now discredited doctrine of scientific racism and was a key justification for European colonialism. But that's just Wikipedia's interpretation of what white supremacy may have meant to some or a group not listed in the article and on them being detailed, they'd all have been dead for hundreds of years, thus it's evidently based on historic data, and outdated views. Further to my knowledge, white UK males, are not aiming to dominate any race or state, other than control the UK, being that where they reside. The composer comes at white supremacy, or to be more precise, white male supremacy, from a different angle. An angle defined by reality, that is evidence-based. Thus females are excluded, as they are not seen, to wholly attain the same as males. And for the purpose of this discussion this document deals in absolute facts. Whilst the law, differ on that view, the law does so, by ignoring reality, and multiple layers of irrefutable evidence, to justify that both sexes are equal, of course, such is a quantifiable impossibility, with many examples available upon request, such would include the following. Just this week, I heard the media infer, not enough of the revenue, from men's football, is being channeled into the women's game. Now if true gender equality law really existed, women would be required to fund their own game. Further, Aston Martin's F1 team, has gained attention by promoting a female driver, but there's no mention, that every aspect, of her progression, will have been funded by male drivers, and their work since 1946. Tennis is another example, of the expectation that males, will support the women's game. Such is not equality, but considered legal, and okay by females, as it's in their favour. Now whilst the UK is promoted, as a free and fair society, UK law is composed, to stem such statements being promoted, and when they are, only by the brave. So the UK government is seen, to ignore undisputable facts, in favour of societal manipulation, to promote all genders are equal. Similarly, male and female differentials can be evidenced in the public sector's work environment, whilst the law demands equal rights, conditions, pay and pensions etc. Evidence shows that female teachers and doctors principally only work part-time, thus they gain less experience, although having taken up equal university places and equal subsidized training costs. 
Thus females on this measure provide a reduced societal return on investment. For such reasons and others, white women cannot be wholly quantified in the generalized white male supremacy category, as race and skin color are not the deciders. To an extent, the degree of deception within UK law is at the root, if not the cause of many of the UK's societal issues. In an earlier podcast I compared a 30-year-old Glaswegian male with a 25-year-old Aborigine, their skill sets are clearly very different and one would be a dimwit or a liar to infer otherwise. Yet that is what UK law requires one must do, so UK law also deems the UK's adult population as either being dim or dishonest. Race equality inhibits and adds to society's risks and its costs. As already outlined, but to summarize, on wanting to gain a double cheeseburger, whilst in the proximity of George Square, Glasgow, one would ask a Glaswegian. But on wishing to navigate the Australian Kimberley region, one would engage a native Aborigine, and very likely a male, if you wish to see your loved ones again. But the purpose of this document is to illustrate that the UK's government are oblivious to the harm that the laws that they make, of which are destroying the UK. This document further shows that not even the black and brown communities want to live in a community which is managed by the black and brown people in those communities. Now of course some will have countering points to make, but none will be able to evidence even one earth-based black and brown community where the black and brown people do not desire as a whole, to live in a community that is managed by white males whose supremacy is confirmed by that very fact. Any law or any belief that is dependent on ignoring known facts and logic is in place solely to promote another's agenda. Now there are those who will say, for the sake of cohesion, such must go unspoken. Well the composer gives an overview of what else is going unspoken. Whilst the black and brown communities complain, about stop and search proportions, they don't mention that if you are stabbed in the UK, it's 90% likely you will be black, and it's also 90% likely you will be stabbed by another black person. So it's somewhat pointless the police stopping and searching white males. The UK's white population has been sucking up this crap and deception for 25 years, and that has just made reducing deaths less likely. Get the facts out, instead of tolerating the crap dished out by the likes of Diane Abbott, an XMP. Just last week, I was informed that a judge thought it was okay for a random male to stab another male in their buttock. This random male was simply passing a two-on-one beating of another male who was face down on the floor. Regardless the random male thought it okay to stab the defenseless male. And the judge evidently also thought it was cool as they didn't impose a prison term on the random male. Not only was the stabbing unlawful, so was the judge's digression from the stipulated mandatory penalty, but such will go unspoken, to suit another's agenda, whatever that would be. There's a perception, all humans are equal, I say equal at what, there's also a perception that judges can be trusted, to enforce the law, and if not, they will be dealt with. Well both perceptions are wrong. And incidents, going unspoken, won't bring about change. Also last week, a white female, I know well, after having taught children for 30 years, 20 at the same school, was told. The head teacher's opinion was, the female, a teacher with 30 years experience, was incapable of, wait for it. 
teaching children. The union's advice was, get out whilst you can. In other words, the head teacher, the fifth at that school in eight years, can do whatever she likes, with zero redress, and again such goes unspoken. The composer could further name, solicitors, barristers, and multiple county court judges, who have zero regard, for the law, fairness, or our government's associated protocols. What gains their attention, is an opportunity to defraud the public, of millions of pounds, to the benefit of the legal paternity, being their bodies. As the judges can do whatever they like, with zero redress. And of course such also goes unspoken. It is not easy, to run or to manage, any type of entity well, but a good starting point, is to deal with issues, and all solutions, must be based on facts, logic and honesty. That can only be done on accepting reality. None of what is mentioned above is about gender or race, it is about measurable attainments, and the management of society. And objections to that said, or that done, won't change the necessity of the essential control levers. For a respondent to focus on gender or race, they are simply showing evolution has passed them by. As the above detail, uses data to show, multiple examples of how the incoming black and brown community, will destroy the UK, they have already burnt down, several of their hosts' properties, to include a sea-fronted, Brighton Hotel. So whilst accepting, UK society is supreme, via their insistence, of being part of it, they'll destroy it without a second thought. It goes without, if I am wrong, they'd have stayed, in their country of origin, but they haven't, and the black and brown males, continue to arrive in greater numbers, each year. Ironically, some UK folk promote, all humans are equal, well even as a generalization, such as nonsensical, and even those arriving beachside, aren't as dumb as some incumbent British, as the new arrivals know, their motherland, is not just lacking a Tesco, or a Walmart. I compose such articles, as most of the UK's public are too busy, or so unaware, to grasp, what's occurring, yes I know, that doesn't bear so well, for the rest of the planet's inhabitants, but it's a fact. In a recent poll, 73% of the public, back the net zero target, which drops to 17%, if it's going to add to the cost, of their, everyday items. Well I've news for the dimwits, there's more chance, of humans living for 200 years, than humans reaching carbon zero, and that's at any point in the foreseeable future. Females without a, master of science, degree, won't even understand how their hairdryer works, let alone a combustion engine. So what dimwit, would expect them to understand, nuclear fusion, and that's the main contender, in reaching net zero. I've yet to hear, a single politician define, the meaning of net, or zero, in the context they use it. So why do they ask the opinion of the public, that of which they don't understand, don't we pay our politicians and our experts well enough, to disseminate such complex technologies and alternatives? So what occurs when giving politicians and experts unfettered management duties? Well HS2 is a good example. As whilst the option of whizzing, the 140 miles from London to Birmingham, appears wonderful, it's going to be costly. That aside, my concern is, that circa half the 55-minute journey, being 65 miles, will be in a tunnel, some 90 meters underground. So given an option, would you take, an expensive bus or a plane, that had no window view? More to the point, have you heard a single politician, discussing a viewless train journey? So the UK's most expensive infrastructure project ever, 
at 100 billion pounds, and we bury it. So let's just touch, on the integration of the black and brown males, and maintaining our white male supreme community, which half the world, appears to wish to invade. It is a vast and complex equation, and one that deserves a solo analysis. But what I'll say now, not in UK history, has London, been disrupted on Armistice Weekend, by a 300,000-person march, focused on a religion, not bound in the UK, over a war outside the UK, being fought by an army, outside the UK, against a terrorist group excluded from the UK. That was arranged by the BBCs, on a weekend, that UK natives, should have been able to travel to our main city, and roam unencumbered by any other, than the essential associated security. But instead, the black and the brown community, previously mentioned, decided that irrelevant of their hosting nation, and their desires, would because the host's laws allowed, they would disrupt, the whole of the UK's psyche, across the whole weekend, to make a point on an issue, that the host's government, has zero control over. So the disruption by the black and brown community, I guess some would say, primary the brown, gained what is said to be, the biggest ever accumulation in UK history, of a single day's non-productive hours, being circa, four, million hours, at a cost loss of circa 40 million pounds, being added to the security cost, of deploying 2,000 police persons, at a likely, 200 million pounds. And such is precisely why, the UK cannot maintain the draw factor to the global black and brown communities, or even maintain the lifestyle standards, of the incumbent BBCs, and of course such is the same reason, why the BBCs, have never developed a community, they'd prefer to reside, in preference to invading the land of the white male supremacist, who evidently doesn't embark on such costly and culturally disrespectful stints, that gain little to no benefit to those who reside herein. Of course the UK's incumbent black and brown community, will groan, such as fabricated tosh, but their own behaviour, in getting to the UK, staying in the UK, and bringing their family to the UK, shows otherwise, from what they may say. It is simply a matter of choice, the indigenous UK population, will either control immigration, and the existing population mix, or they will become a minority, in their homeland. The consequence being, the skills and the mindset of the UK's indigenous population, will be diluted. One can pick any of 100 countries, managed by a black and brown community, to see where no action will lead the UK, or look to Palestine and Israel to see, the effect of a minority trying to manage an extreme Muslim majority. Let's not forget, it's just 55 years, since Enoch Powell MP, MBE, warned of the same, but even Enoch Powell didn't foresee, the surrender culture, or the renaming of our Christmas markets, whilst celebrating Diwali, on the steps, of number 10, Downing Street. There are no comfortable solutions, to prevent the UK becoming a country, inhabited by non-UK indigenous people. But when the mayor of New York, warns immigration is destroying his city, one would consider that, it is not in the interest of a single UK resident, for the UK to continue on the current path. Please, if you feel otherwise, do provide a benefit. I further say, any who prefer a life of anarchy and disruption, can currently attain that now, in many other earthly locations, via a six-hour flight, where you are assured, warmer weather. Let's not forget, most of the UK's natives' fathers, and their fathers, fought, in the first, and the second, world wars. Simply so we could choose, who lived in our green and pleasant land. Which is now being decided by a Hindu, who lives in Yorkshire. 
who will likely move to the USA when he loses his job next year. Sadly labor will continue, with the steady dilution of the UK's USP. Rishi Sunak, rightly or wrongly, has just sacked, the only conservative minister, being Swella Braverman KC, who without doubt, will have understood precisely how, ineffective the UK law process is, as she was previously a KC barrister. I will again say, as I so often do, nearly all of the issues detailed in this document, have their impact magnified, by the close to useless UK legal process, that as can be seen, even some of the highest paid government barristers in the country, are not able to navigate. Again as I say, laws composed by lawyers. For lawyers. The end.